Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shocker is Joe. It's an absolute pleasure. And can I just sing one line of your entrance music, please, sir, before we get going? <laughs> he's Go the mount, he's the mountie. He got under my skin when I was a kid. But he always <laughs> got his man. There you go. There you go. Just just brief, just brief. But yeah, no, don't, 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 hi, Stewie. Don't don't quit your day job. Don't go into uh, You're not, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong there. Yeah, I'll stick to podcasting. That's uh, yeah, I'm never gonna be sitting. A warm, warm welcome. This is episode 158 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast, all the way from Wales in the UK. And have I got a treat for you? This guy, I've followed his career for many, many years. I'm going to bring him right in, all the way from Washington, D.C., by way of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm wearing my Bucks t-shirt for him to honour him today. It's the former two-time ROH TV champion. It's the last real man, Silas Young, on Stu's Wrestling Podcast today. How's it going, Silas? I'm doing all right. How are you doing today, Stu? All good, man. All good. Thank you for coming on. Now, I'm going to ask about stuff currently with yourself. I know you've been doing a lot of independence and stuff like that. So, yeah, what's been happening more currently with your career uh, for the viewers to find out and, you know, find out some more about you? Yeah, so uh, like you said, lately I've been doing a lot of the independence. Uh, You know, I've had a, a couple tapings I did with AEW for the Ring of Honor tapings this year. Um, you know, a couple of them in, in August, I think it did one in one in September, maybe two, uh, just, uh, you know, trying to get out there and, and work the independence, you know, after being with ring of honor for nine years and having about five years, that'd be exclusive. You know, there was such a new crop of young guys that came up. So, uh, in the last two years or so being on the independence has been exciting. You know, there's so many good, young, talented guys to work with. Uh, and then on top of that, I just recently moved from Milwaukee out to Washington, D.C. So that's a, a big whole change. Uh, you know, I still have bookings that 
uh, you know, I'm finishing up in the Midwest as well as picking up some bookings out here in like Jersey and Delaware, Philadelphia. Uh, so things are, things are cool. They're exciting. It's, you know, I've always enjoyed working the independence. You get, you get such a, a freedom to really go out there and do what you want to do. It's a, uh, it's, you know, quite a cool experience and it's going to be even cooler now being out here in this different part of the country and getting to work with a whole different crop of guys. Who have you been enjoying working with? You know, obviously younger guys coming through. I know because you faced you faced the who's who in Ring of Honor, man, you know, for the length of time you were there. But yeah, more currently, some of the guys you've got in there with who you haven't necessarily been in with before. That'd be great to hear. Yeah. Uh, so there's actually there's a young guy uh, uh, from Indiana. His name is Isaiah Moore. Uh, they call him maybe the highlight or something like that. But uh, young guy, super talented. Um, I do W out of Chicago, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, yeah, hold on a second. It says we lost recording. Does it look all right for you? Just, uh, it just dipped, dipped, dipped out a little bit, but it did get about AAW, which I'm, I'm a very much aware of. Okay, all right, very cool. Yeah, so AAW, you know, out working the independents, you know, a lot of times I get book places um, that I've never heard of before or i don't know anybody on the show um so you know the uh, um sometimes going in and doing that can be not worrisome but you know it's something you think about more because you you don't know who you're working with you don't you don't know their skill or capabilities whereas when you go to aaw every month i know that i'm going to work with someone who's really good someone who's talented someone um you know, who, who you can go out there and have, you know, some something really cool, something really magical within the ring. And uh, Isaiah is one of those young guys that's been there lately. And uh, I've gotten to be in the ring with him. I think I think we had a singles match and I might, we might have done something else like a multi-man or something like that. But he's a guy I'm really looking forward to working with more. Absolutely. Moving moving back to obviously moving to Washington. What was the reason behind that? You know, leaving, uprooting yourself just for the listeners and the viewers to find out. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, uh, you know, I lived in, lived in Milwaukee for about 19 years. Um, after COVID, uh, I'd been married for a long time after COVID or right, right before COVID, I should say me and my, my ex-wife had split up. Uh, so then I went through COVID, um, you know, luckily ring of honor was still paying us until the end of 2021, um, but, uh, you know, it was just so many years of being in the same place, uh, feeling like I needed a change. And, uh, I had a friend who lived out there who lives out here in Washington, DC. And they said, Hey, look, if you need to, like, you feel like you need to get out, you need to try something different. They're like, why don't you just come out here and stay for a few months? See how it goes. If you want to stay, you can stay. If like, you know, we got room here, uh, otherwise, you know, we you know, maybe be a good change of pace for you. So I thought, why the hell not? You know, so here I am. I've been here about a month. Uh, you know, like I said, I already picked up some bookings in a couple of the surrounding areas. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I like it. It's a good change of pace. I think just sometimes as people, you know, we were talking about this before, before we started taping, you know, life can get hard, man. Sometimes you need to, you need, you need a little, need a little change for the mental wellness. You know what I mean? So that was, uh, I think that was a big part of the change for me was I just needed that, I needed that change, you know. Reinvigorated Silas, reinvigorated and ready yes. to go then. Exactly. 
That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. You know, you were synonymous with Ring of Honor, but I'd like to ask, how was it traveling? You know, did you like the travel side of the business? Is that is that all good to you? The majority of guys who wrestle and are in wrestling love love the travel, seeing different places. How how was the travel been for you over the years? That side of it. Uh, you know, man, I love traveling. Uh, I think I think it's funny when guys get into wrestling and they don't like traveling. Like, you know, it's cool. I mean, it's cool. Everybody's different, right? So we all got our own thing. But I definitely love traveling. Uh, I wish um, over the years I would have taken advantage of certain places that we went, like maybe trying to get there a little early or staying a day extra, which I did. Um, I did a lot. I mean, I did it often enough, but there was, you know, a few places that I wish I would have done it more. But um yeah, there was definitely opportunities where I got to turn, uh, you know, wrestling trips into a little bit of fun or like, you know, stay a couple days extra or come in a couple days early, stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely enjoyed the travel. Definitely. How was the UK for you? Uh, man, I love the UK. Uh, the UK was the first uh, first place. I mean, outside of Canada, I guess uh, it was first like real foreign country i could say that i wrestled in and you guys fans are just awesome you know what i mean it's that's like one of the cool things and maybe weird things about wrestling a little bit is you don't like sometimes guys will say like you have to know what you know who your crowd is right so there's like certain types of wrestling like there's crowds where you will go to and they are fans who appreciate the athleticism they appreciate the characters they appreciate the energy right uh so you, so you wrestle hard, you have, little, you have those really good back and forth matches, right? And then sometimes you go places where, you know, it's a bunch of little kids and, and parents, you know, so then you can do a little bit more uh, simpler or hokey comedy type wrestling. But, you know, you got to really know to wrestle for your crowd. And I always thought wrestling in the UK, the crowds that we got are always awesome to work in front of. I'd say you are all in at Wembley Stadium just to segue into that we, we went I was like as soon as they announced it I was like that, I said years prior I'm going to that show uh went to SummerSlam 92 many years ago I've said this time and time again my regular viewers and listeners right not SummerSlam 1992 against you but yeah it was like oh you're not going to, you're not going to do Wrestlemania I did loads of Wrestlemanias flew over and stuff but as soon as that you got froze on me like, a little bit but oh sorry sorry bud Sorry, but just saying, um, us as fans over here, all all in AEW coming in over here. I had to had to go, had to go, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing show, an amazing day at Wembley Stadium. We were crazy, we're crazy over here. The fan base. Yes, yes, you guys are, but you know what? That's as performers, that's what we want. You know, that's but we we're feeding off that energy, you know, the energy you give us, you know, I think also comes from the energy we give you guys. So it's fans like you guys are the best. Have you ever had any bad experiences with fans, you know, take it, taking your gimmick to literally, has there been anything that side of it? Um, no, not, not too bad, but I mean, I also have pretty, thick skin uh you know i like <laughs> I, I like look at wrestling like you can say whatever you want to me because i mean i'm out there i'm out there you know being this character being the last real man and uh you know i mean they say that our characters are you know an extension of ourselves and it is and it's kind of like paying homage to my father a little bit but uh i'm, I'm super chill uh, I'm a pretty laid back dude. And uh, so if people get insulted or, or people are angry at me or, or want to talk shit to me, I like it. I, I take it like 
I take it like other guys take cheers or, or, you know, people popping for them. So, you know, I'm, uh, it takes, it takes a lot to get under my skin. How, how's it been for you? Obviously going from, from a heel essentially to a face. I know, I know heels are cheered. It's, it's totally different to how it was donkeys years ago, but how, how was, how's that been for you being a face, being a heel, you know, dipping in and out of that as, as a performer? You know, it's fun. It's it. Uh, honestly, it was a little weird at first, uh, just because for so long I've wrestled as a heel. You know, uh, Ring of Honor, I was a heel. You know, and it got to a point where people popped for me because they liked me or enjoyed me. Uh, and even before that, on the independence for so long, I always wrestled as a heel. But now, you know, um, coming off, you know, Ring of Honor, nine years being it being on their television uh, for nine years, you know, you go um, do some places and people want to book you as a babyface. So it's been it's been a little bit of a, an experience. It's definitely, uh, it's a different mindset, uh, but, but it's cool. I, I, it's one of those cool things about wrestling. You know, I've been doing it for 21 years now is that uh, you, you never stop learning. You know, there is, it's not like, Oh, well, you know, you learned uh, you're a carpenter and you learned how to build a wall, you know, and now you're going to go out there and build a wall for the 8,000th time. You know, it's, it's always different. You know, it goes back to that thing about, like what type of crowd are you wrestling in front of? Um, who, who's the guy you're working with? What's their character? Uh, you know, what are they trying to give off? Uh, and then thinking as yourself of having this had mindset for so long, so long, so long as a heel, uh, it, it's definitely been, it's been an experience and it's definitely been challenging at times, but it's something I'm having fun with, you know? Cool, man. Cool. Right. A former tag team partner and rival of yours sent a message in via Instagram. I'm just going to make this a bit bigger so we can see it if possible. Basically, it's Josh the Goods. Woods, obviously. He said, what? No, sorry. Who was his favorite tag partner ever? And why is it me? Question mark, he asks. Uh, anybody but Josh Woods was my favorite tag partner. No, Josh is Josh is great, man. Uh, me and him had uh, the you know pretty cool thing going with two guys, one tag. Uh, it was super enjoyable. Uh, it, you know, it's for me. I like with wrestling. Yes, I enjoy the wrestling part, but I really enjoy the uh, the character stuff or the, the little scenes or backstage skits things that you can do like that. Uh, that's the stuff that I feel like really helps attract fans or helps uh you know people understand you as a character and make them either really like you or really hate you absolutely you know it's cool the comedy aspect of the tag team as well i loved it it got me it got me chuckling i like a bit of comedy within wrestling he extends off this though and what does he have against hugs this is <laughs> from the man himself uh no problems with hugs. You you can say I've been I've been opening up about hugs lately. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's cool. And also, you with Beer City Bruiser for a long time. You know, different, different again. You know, you had to adapt, obviously change and stuff. Like being with Josh Woods, I can imagine. But yeah, your time with Beer City Bruiser, man, because you were together for a long, long time. And yeah, I know. Obviously, you went against each other when he was with Brian Malonis as well. Right, right. Yeah. You know, the thing with uh, Bruiser is I've actually known him my whole my whole wrestling career. You know, he started maybe, I don't know, at least a couple of years before I did. But, you know, we're from the same area. So I, Bruiser's a guy that I've uh, I've known well for a lot of years, uh, a guy that I've shared the ring with both as tag partners and as uh, opponents. 
uh, you know, it was, it's always, always a good experience when you're working with the beer city bruiser, you know, you're going to have fun, you know, you're going to have some beers and you're probably going to get a little drunk. <laughs> it's cool. It's just to, to, you know, to adapt that. I love that. You know, you're with a different partner. You know, for you as a performer, I think that's, that's good. That's good, man. And uh, yeah, it comes across on, on television to us as fans as well. So yeah, that's cool, man. How about your two TV title runs in ROH? I felt you could have been world champion as well. I've said this to you in, in messages. I always thought, yes, this is the man that can go go to you know, be the world champion. But obviously had a great run as TV champion twice. So how was that for you? You know, carrying carrying the title and having so many matches with the creme de la creme of ROH. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, winning the, uh, the TV title was uh, pretty important and pretty special for me. Uh, in wrestling, uh, you know, you, you wrestle places, you wrestle the independents, and, you know, uh, like we talked about AAW before, uh, you know, a great independent to work for. Um, but I've never been much of a guy uh, who's been super enchanted, I should say, by titles. But when I won the Ring of Honor World uh, television title both times, that felt like something really special, really important. You know, it's a title that's uh, world-recognized. It's a title that's been held by uh, a number of guys who've done amazing things in wrestling. You know, it's, um, I would say, honestly, it was like the first title that I won where I really felt like, wow, this is like a huge accomplishment. This is something uh, I, I would be super proud about, something I would brag about. Because like I've said, I'm just like, I've never been overly enchanted by by the, the belt thing in it. And that's not because I don't have the confidence in myself because that, that's not the issue. It's just, it's... <sighs> Wrestling to me, I look at it differently than a lot of people. Um, like I love it, um, but to me, it's like, like I said, I really enjoy the the storytelling, the uh, the backstage um, skits, the really getting into a character. I enjoy I enjoy all of that so much that sometimes uh, I can look at wrestling weirdly, where I'm like, yeah, it's cool to be champion, but it, it you know it's also cool to do other things. But with the Ring of Honor World TV titles. The two times I held that, it was it was super special and super important. It felt like I really had made a big achievement because it was a title that's been recognized and respected and actually defended all over the world. So yeah, it was a pretty pretty amazing time. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, for me, fan perspective again, I keep going back to that. It was great seeing your runs with the belt and there. It was just the roster, even the roster now. It's it's superb. How do you? think the business has changed for you personally you know you've been in the business for a long long time things change things evolve how from you from your perspective Silas Young's perspective has it changed um you know I think uh, I mean wrestling definitely has changed it always changes it always will keep changing um I, I just think it's become more athletic based I think it's become a little bit more athletically driven uh it is nice to see that characters are are coming back a little bit um but 
I mean, I also feel like I've been, I've been around it for so long that you don't really realize the changes as much as they happen. Now, like, I think if I were to stop wrestling today and not watch it, not pay attention to it and come back in two or three years, I'd go, oh, my God, this change, this change, this change. But just being involved with it for so long, it's kind of hard to point out certain things. Mm -hmm. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. right. You see, you see trends that happen. You see trends that happen in wrestling, but that I feel like that's always been who do you enjoy watching it within wrestling when you get a chance to watch watch some stuff? I know obviously it's everyone's so busy, aren't they? And and there's so much of it. But yeah, guys, guys, you enjoy watching within you know the realms of wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, I, there's so much wrestling out there; it's hard to watch everything. Uh, you know, plus you just you have life going on. Uh, you don't you don't always get the opportunity. But you know, uh, honestly, as as much as I like to give him a hard time, I love watching Josh Wood stuff. Uh, you know, he's a guy that um, had a buttload of talent and just needed an opportunity. And me and him got to do a cool thing together. And, uh, you know, I I'm proud of him. I'm proud of like how, how far he's come along and how, what he's been able to do with it and where he's been able to take it. So anytime I can catch Josh's stuff, I like to watch it. You know, he's my friend, you know, uh, as far as other stuff, like, a lot of times you'll just hear like, Oh my God, did you hear so-and-so had a match? Uh, it was really, really good. I'll go check matches out like that. Um, I try to watch AEW as much as I can catch it. Um, sometimes I'll catch some WWE stuff, but I, uh, it's not anything that I watch regularly. Um, but you know, when I have friends that are doing stuff or really cool matches that have really stood out, those are things I like to check out. In terms of AEW, like which guys, just to, to extend off it, who who's, who do you enjoy watching within AEW? Oh man, there uh, so many so many of the good young guys. Uh, I really like Darby Allen a lot. Darby mm -hmm. Allen's great. Uh, he's got this great uh, this great presence and great character to him, uh, and he you know he does some he does some unique stuff. And <laughs> there's there's no one that puts their body on the line like Darby does. Just so many, so many matches. Again, I think TNT title, man. He he's had his he's had his runs with that. And like you say, sometimes the character supersedes the belt. You know, he's he, as a character, he's fantastic. But I feel like he should have had the belt longer. They do they do seem to move that belt around. That's not a criticism. That's just fan perspective. You know, I think he right. could have had longer longer runs with that belt. But a lot of the talent, even Cody, you know, he he dropped the belt. You know, as high up as he was in the business. Kind of seems to be that that way with that that title, but I'd rather someone has a longer longer run with that belt. Personally, just extending off Darby. Right, right, yeah, Darby's great, man. He's he's a uh, he's definitely uh, he's a guy who's unique and is very good at what he does. And him and Sting together, you know, initially you're thinking what what's going to happen here. They've been fantastic together, especially tagging. Especially tagging because they haven't lost a match, so it's great. The, the veteran and the young man together. Because I was a bit, oh, I don't know about this initially, but it, it's been they've been fantastic together. I've enjoyed that. Um, right. Yeah. It, absolutely. It, it's cool to see a guy like Sting too, a guy who's like the man. You know, a guy like Sting who's could basically, you know, write his own story with whatever he wanted to do, and he's like in there doing what's good for wrestling, doing what's good for the future of the business and just making Darby look like a star and not doing anything to take away from it. And mm -hmm. it's, it's so good. What wrestling should be, man. 
absolutely. You got in there with Powerhouse Hobbs as well when you've done bits of AEW. So yeah, how how do you find Powerhouse Hobbs? And you know, you've got to have a go with him. You've got to have a go with him in there. So how how is that for you? Well, you know, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs caught me uh, caught me when I was slipping, and uh, it didn't last too long. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Right, OV, OVW, I'm going to go right back now. When you're in developmental, I know you've done some stuff with WWE prior. So you're in OVW, in you, many, many years ago. How was your time there? I'd love to ask you about that. We're going back going back a bit now, Silas. But yeah, your time yeah. in OVW, in, in WWE developmental at the time. All right, so my, my time with OVW was extremely, extremely short-lived. Uh I had done some uh, some extra work for him. Did um, like a couple Sunday night heat matches, maybe uh, like the ECW tapings. Um, I got invited to out, which I, I don't think was really much of a thing. Um, I had ran, I had known Ken Anderson uh, or Mr. Kennedy at the time, and he was there. And I was talking to him, and Johnny Ace had walked by, and. Uh, he had said to Johnny, Hey, this is, this is my buddy, Caleb. You guys should give him a look. So they uh, had me go down to OVW for a week to do like a week long tryout, but it was different than the tryouts that they do nowadays, I believe. Uh, so at the time OVW did house shows during the week. So I basically worked their house show loop. Uh, like I think it was like four or five shows that week and then did training at their facility um, during the day. And then the shows at night, and uh, maybe about two weeks afterwards, I got uh, got a call and said, hey, we're going to sign you to a developmental deal. We're going to have you move down to uh, Louisville, go to OVW. I was super excited. This was about probably about a week before Christmas. Uh, Jesus, that would have been 2007 maybe, I think. Yeah, 2007. So then uh, after the holidays um, – I started getting all my paperwork and stuff like that for it. And in the process of doing all that OVW, I saw online one day, no longer had a working relationship with WWE. Basically they were pulling their developmental from them. So uh, then I got a call like two days later said, Hey, uh, because of our closing OVW, we're not going to put your contract through. So I was never actually in developmental. Mm -hmm. It was was a very, it was a very, uh, it was a small lived, uh, a small lived horrible experience i should say you know you get uh you get told you're gonna get what your dream job is you're gonna get it and then it's like oh no we're gonna take it away how is it doing sunday night heat you know going back to that and going on you know doing the shows at wwe how was that for you yeah man it was cool uh you know i got to work with val venus it was probably i don't know maybe his last year or so with the company um he was uh, super giving, uh, you know, he made that, he made that match, you know, obviously, you know, the, the, the job is for him to get over in the match, but he, he gave me more in that match than uh, probably most guys would be given. And that really uh, gave me the opportunity to shine a little bit and then get the opportunity to do more with them and then get asked to do a tryout. Oh, that's cool, man. That you got to get in there with him as well. Like he had a great career. He had a great career. Lived it, lived his gimmick, and did very, very well. So no, it's good that he was giving to you in that match. That was absolutely. That's nice to hear, man. Now you were obviously a wrestling fan before you became a wrestler. So mm-hmm. 
just memory memories when you were younger watching wrestling. Some of your favorite matches I'm going to go with. I know there could be hundreds of matches, but if you could pick maybe two or three that stick out for you, but you know, which predate you being a wrestler when you were a fan. Oh man, uh, definitely Hogan versus Warrior. What was that at like SummerSlam, maybe? WrestleMania six. WrestleMania six. All right. Yeah. I'm so, uh, so yeah, that H- Hogan and, uh, Hogan and Warrior, I remember at the time, like, my mind just being so blown, like, how is this possible? This doesn't happen in wrestling. Um, so that one really sticks out in my head. Uh, Royal Rumble 92, um, I think that sticks out in my head because my parents barely, barely ever let us order the wrestling pay-per-views. Uh, so when we did, we taped it, and I remember re-watching the Royal Rumble 92 a lot. So that sticks out in my head. And, like, one of my youngest memories is – um, I grew up with five older brothers, right? And they were all pretty much wrestling fans. But there was so there was the three oldest, and then there was like a seven-year gap, and then they had three more. So like my older older brothers, uh, they really liked um, they liked the NWA. They liked you know they liked Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, and you know I was more of a WWF kid. Uh, so um, but growing up, being really really young, I remember seeing. Um, coming downstairs and seeing the NWA on TV. So there's a lot of really young memories of NWA wrestling as well. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We got, we got a bit of WCW here. Um, I, we didn't have satellite television. So I was watching like 90, probably to like 93. I can remember watching WCW worldwide here in the UK. I used to get it on a Sunday afternoon, but great, great times. Any other matches, Silas, that stick out? Obviously Hogan and Warrior, what a fantastic match that was. But yeah, I'm putting you on the spot here. I'm putting you on the spot. Here. <laughs> yeah, you are, man. Yeah, you, you could um, recount. You could recount so many. I, I can imagine. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard to say though, just because wrestling feels like at times it's such a mush for me now. It's just all so encompassing, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. I was going to ask you as well, just like tips, tips for guys coming into the business. I like to ask you guys. I like to ask the vets. Just, just some tips for guys wanting to come in to, to wrestling. Take, take your time and learn. Take your time and learn. Don't be in such a hurry to, uh, don't be in such a hurry to get a job. Enjoy the journey because uh, you know there's guys who, um, you know, sometimes get get hired places too early in their career and they think they're ready, but wrestling's a it's it's a game of you have to get out there and you just have to have the experiences you have to put the time in you have to you have to have really good matches you have to have really shitty matches you have to wrestle in front of big crowds you got to wrestle in front of crowds that there's nobody you have to get all these experiences uh so then when you do get an opportunity to you know go somewhere and actually make some money out of you're you're better prepared so enjoy the journey it's uh it's it's definitely a different type of lifestyle. Uh, it may not be for everybody, but if it's something you love, it it can be like the best thing in the world. A lot enjoy, enjoy the journey. That's what I impart. Absolutely. A lot, a lot of people within wrestling, especially in the UK, all I'm hearing is people not being trained correctly, and and then and then getting booked, which is then a problem when they get in the ring because people people can get hurt. That that is a fact. I'm I'm hearing a lot of this from guys that are really well trained that have gone to decent schools in the UK. So you know, right. it, it's a lot of it is going to to the school, isn't it? The, the correct places where you're going to get the correct training is what I'm getting at. Absolutely, man. Uh, good, good, getting the proper training super important. Uh, it's um, it can make a difference 
in, in a lot of things, you know, uh, you also need to get out there and network as a young wrestler and just getting trained by someone who's a reputable school uh, right away. I'll set you, uh, set you up to be in a better position than coming from some guy that nobody's ever heard of. Sound advice. No, thank you for that. Thank you for that. So especially for guys over here. I know a lot, lot of talent that are in their infancy trying to trying to make it. You know, and they're doing well. They're doing well, especially on our independence over here. So they'll take a lot from that. A veteran like yourself who's been around the business so long. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for yeah, that, man. Absolutely. Outside, outside of wrestling, what do you like? What do you like doing, Silas? I mean, man, I'm I'm pretty boring, dude. Uh, <laughs> I, I go to the gym, obviously. Uh, I like doing hot yoga. It's something I picked up a couple of years ago. Uh, I mean, honestly, for myself, you know, I'm, I'm 43. Uh, I've been pretty lucky, you know, not, not on wood. I got to find some wood here. Uh, <laughs> knock on wood, you know, I've been pretty lucky with injury stuff, but I know like uh, as far as like, making my body feel better, making my flexibility good, making sure, making sure I'm not sore, man, doing the hot yoga, like two, three times a week. It, um, it's amazing for your flexibility and for your joints. I've had a couple injuries that I like just wouldn't heal up, wouldn't heal up. And when I kind of buckle down and get on the hot yoga on the regular, it really helps heal up all my, uh, aches and pains. So I really enjoy that. I mean, I, I like going out to, um, new little restaurants living in this part of DC that I'm in. It's the new Northeast part of the city. Uh, it's kind of like a cool hip little area. Uh, there's a bunch of good little restaurants. I like to go check out the new restaurants around the area, have a couple cocktails, uh, you know, watch, watch some football now that it's football season, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty basic dude. I don't do anything uh, super crazy. I'm assuming it's green Bay. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Green Bay with the Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, what, Green Bay. What about, what about Rogers not being there? I mean, that's an obvious. That's an obvious thing to put to you. But yeah, how how do you feel the team are doing? I'm not a big NFL guy. Okay. So, yeah. yeah how, I, I mean, how do you feel? I I mean, I was a little worried, but then I mean, I don't know. Since you don't watch the NFL, you know, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Rogers got traded to another team, and he had four plays, and he uh, tore his Achilles tendon, so he's out. Hear, I did hear Whit Whitterin's about an injury, so yes. So yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of like uh, I mean, it sucks because I mean, I'm not one of those people that like gets mad about a guy if he leaves a different team, and I certainly would never wish someone get hurt doing anything. Uh, but you know, it, him leaving and then him getting hurt kind of makes you go, all right, well, maybe the Packers made the right move and, uh, decided to go with the younger guy, you know, you know, uh, it, Rogers can't be around forever and they got to have to have someone that they've groomed and brought up through their system. So, uh, I'm happy that Rogers, you know, got to land with a team like New York. If he would have stayed healthy, I think they could have done really well this year. I tell you what, it's big business. It's big business over here when they come to London for the for the events now as well. That you know, obviously we're getting matches. I know that's been happening for a while, but uh, massive, massive over here when they do come over. I right. Still, I still felt a franchise might come a bit more eventually. Maybe uh, the Jags because of Tony Khan's links with Fulham Football Club over here. But it, it's it's right, crazy right. how it's crazy how big it is over here as well when they do come over. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. What about the books, Silas? Uh, you know, I'm, 
Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I watch a little bit of it. I'm not a super big basketball fan, but, you know, being from Milwaukee, uh, you know, it was pretty cool a couple of years back when they won the championship. Uh, it was uh, it was a crazy night in Milwaukee. I was living in this uh, this cool little apartment at the time uh, in kind of a little party area of the city. And it was just it was wild when they won. Uh, and it's cool to see, um, you know, being from Wisconsin and being a kid when the Packers were really terrible before Brett Favre uh, and uh, the Brewers never really being good. It was really cool to see uh, Milwaukee get that win, you know, and even from to now they got, uh, they got Dame, Damon Lillard, Lillard, I think some guy who was really good. Like I said, I don't know basketball really well, but it's, uh, it's cool to have uh, a team that's a contender. And it's cool to see like the energy in the city uh, when there's games. It's it's the big big man Yanis for me, and how he's polarized basketball essentially, and what he's managed to do. I just uh, what what a player, what a player he is. Again, I see things sporadically with the basketball. Like in the nineties, right. in the nineties, I used to watch a lot of basketball when I was younger. But yeah. He polarizes it, man. Absolutely. Before before we go, because I don't want to take up too much more of your time, I'm going to bring up some guys from ROH, uh, guys that you've wrestled. I know the first one I want to ask you about, a bit of word association as well, Jay Lethal. Just some words about Jay Lethal. Oh, man, Jay Lethal is my favorite guy ever to share a ring with. Best opponent ever. Mark and Jay Briscoe. God rest man. his soul as well. God rest his soul, man. Jay. I love I love the Briscoe brothers. Uh, both, like you said, rest East Jay. Uh, man, the Briscoes were just one of those tag teams that you knew you were always going to have an awesome match with. They're definitely some hard-hitting guys, uh, and, you know, it's a shame we'll, we'll never see uh, another Briscoe brothers match, but you know, it's, it's always good when I get to see Mark though, too. I'm looking forward to Mark coming back after this injury as well. It'd be good to yeah. see where, where they place him and what he's going to do in AWC. I am really looking forward to seeing him back. Uh, yeah. Just a couple more, just a couple more. Kenny King. Kenny, Kenny King. King. Kenny King's like, my, uh, I'd probably say he's like my best friend in wrestling. Um, he's uh he's a dude that, Every weekend we were on the road, we were hanging out together. Uh, love that dude. Love sharing the ring with him. Absolutely. Rhett Titus. Yeah. Rhett Titus. I think, uh, I think I might have had Rhett's first Ring of Honor match with him. Uh, Rhett's a great dude. He's a guy that uh, I've known since I started doing stuff with Ring of Honor way back in 2007. Uh, Rhett's one of the old school homies. And just to complete, just the last one now for you, because I know time is of the essence. Dalton Castle, you had an extensive feud with the longevity of that feud as well, which we don't see. I know you're going to have quite a bit to say as it pertains to Dalton Castle. My my favorite, my favorite ROH talent of all time as well. I'm sorry, Silas. You're up, you're up there. You're up, you're up there. You're second. You're second. But he, he, Dalton, Dalton Castle, man. And uh, yeah. The only reason he's your favorite favorite character is because of me. Uh, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> you got me that. Uh, Dal- Dalton Castle, uh, me and him had some pretty amazing work together, both matches and, you know, like I've said a couple times in this interview, uh, I really enjoy the backstage stuff. I enjoy the skits. I enjoy the storytelling, the just everything, the 
sitting in back spitballing with each other, trying to figure out stuff that you want to do and then being able to create this little piece of entertainment, so to speak. Uh, so working with Dal Dalton, um, I feel like I did some of the best work of my career, but he's also the worst, <laughs> the worst guy to call wrestling matches with. So uh, best work, most frustrating. <laughs> well, he's, you've encapsulated that very well there, yes. And just, right. just one more. I'm going to throw one more at you because he was a veteran and he came in. You did a bit bit of stuff with him as well. Bully Ray. Bully Ray. Bubba Ray Dudley. How was, <laughs> how was that with him? Bubba Ray. So uh, it's funny, you know, sometimes Bully doesn't have the best reputation uh, in wrestling. And uh, I usually try and give people, uh, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but I like Bully. Um, he's really uh, – he's, he's not a bullshit dude. He tells you exactly what he thinks. He's also really smart. Uh, he knows a shitload about wrestling. So uh, I definitely feel like I picked up more than a couple of things from him. But uh, he's definitely – he's a polarizing guy. People people either like him or they're afraid of him. <laughs> and and, and I, say that, I say that because I feel like a lot of guys are like, oh, fuck that guy. I think they're a little afraid of him. And I remember even having a conversation with him uh, about – I don't even remember exactly what. And I was like, well, yeah, bro, you fucking intimidate people. And he's like, oh, come on. I was like, bro, come on. Are you fucking are you serious? You fucking intimidate dudes. That's why they're like, whatever with you, you know? Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, I would, we end up having a laugh about it, but you know, he's a, he's a dude who um, he's done a lot in the wrestling business. He's traveled a lot of fucking places. He's worked for every company. Uh, obviously he knows knows more than one or two things about uh, how to be successful in wrestling. Absolutely. Again, just the, the amount of years, the amount of years, man. And the, the, he's, worked, he's worked all the companies. He's worked all them companies. So yeah, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Silas, what have you got in terms of bookings coming up just for the fans, the viewers, the listeners? Uh, so, you know, I just, uh, I got a couple bookings coming up uh, this next weekend. I'm going to be in... Michigan, um, then uh, at the beginning of, um, I'm sorry, so it'll be in Michigan, and then the weekend after that, there's AAW in Chicago, and then the first weekend of November, uh, there's a, a newer company called Ragin' Pro Wrestling, um, this guy out of the Green Bay area. Yeah, he does, he uses a really good uh, female talent and a good amount of really good uh, guy talent, so it's kind of a little unknown gem so to speak that uh is always fun shows to do that's cool man it's good it's good to know that you're busy busy with bookings as well and then just just finally in closing just social media where people can find you your socials yeah please yeah yeah you can, you can find me on instagram silas young 19 uh you can find me on facebook under my real name which i'm sure for you are watching this you can figure out a way to find out what my real name is uh and um yeah that's about it uh you know just out there living the life uh enjoying a new city having fun thank you for having me on school in the nation's capital yeah not a problem man as i say huge huge fan you know when i when i started doing this show it's like getting, you know, trying to get guys on and things. I, I would never have thought in 2019 I would have had Silas Young on the podcast. So it's been it's been amazing. <laughs> I've loved watching your career. I've loved what you do. Tough, tough man in the ring, but very versatile in the ring as well, man. 
Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. No problem. My guest on Stu's Wrestling Podcast today for episode 158 from Washington, Washington, (laughs) D.C. by way of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's the last real man, Silas Young, former two-time ROH TV champion, wrestling veteran. Thank you so much for coming on Stu's Wrestling Podcast today. Got tongue-tied there. Sorry. All good. Thank you for having me on, Stu. No problem, man. No problem. Sports Social Podcast Network.